Welcome back to GBS Sports. It's me, Quinn, alongside Seth and Connor. How are you guys doing today? Doing great, Quinn. Quinn, I am doing just, just fabulous. Good. <laughs> we're going to jump right into sports. Uh, every, I think every podcast from now on, we're going to start out with a segment that I like to call Aged Like Milk. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be our segment where we discuss uh, takes from the previous weeks that aged like milk yeah that are and very as, perishable right. <laughs> as Our we all know <laughs> milk does not age well yeah so <laughs> let's, I, I can let's go ahead it. and yeah, start yeah you yeah. start it um i'll i'll admit my wrongs um well first of all i'll admit a wrong that we all had there were only two wild card games <laughs> none of us got both of them right nope <laughs> i believe uh, you picked uh brewers and rays yeah i picked a's and nats and you picked um, I probably I picked uh, A's and Brewers. Yeah, A's I picked and Brewers. A's yeah. and Brewers. Yes. So we were I all did. different. Which, uh, and we to were all be different. Fair, I'm surprised that that. I don't know. No, yeah. I, I guess I, statistically it makes sense. Like for, I thought for sure one know. of us would get it. Yeah. We all had different picks, but yeah, no. we hedged, but we didn't hedge well enough, fellas. Yeah. Wait, is that literally like the only the only scenario? The only possibility that we, <laughs> I think that it we is. didn't have. Yeah, because it's three well, people. Yeah, choose three it depends on these things. game fives too. Maybe we'll like blow well, it. No, on these I'm just talking. Fives. I'm just talking wild card. Oh sure, there's only two games. Uh, oh, we're not picked talking both wrong. Seth. You picked one wrong, and I picked one. <laughs> what are you wearing? Uh, yeah, um, I am wearing a gold jacket with some bicycles on it that I got from a thrift store so I could look cool for the podcast. And don't I ever? Uh, anyway, it's not a bicycle, bro. That's a chariot. <laughs> it's a for uh, for everyone looking visually, it's not a bike. It's no. definitely a chariot. Okay, yes. it's a chariot. I have chariots on my gold jacket. Also, and sunglasses indoors is a. Old fashioned. It's a move. Everyone I respect it. it. That's all good. Uh, okay. Anyway, some of <clears> my What own, else aged like milk? My own personal there's takes. There's a QR code on your jacket, also. <laughs> Is there really? Yeah. For our audio listeners, there's these QR code symbols. Oh, yeah. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can just, you actually, they that's our website. To, yeah, yeah it takes scan us to that our right website. now. Positive it takes video. It to yeah. Yeah. Com. We're professional. Sponsor us. <laughs> Cheetos. 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 <laughs> Back to sports. Yeah. Um, I picked that the Dodgers and Nationals would either go three, maximum four games. Uh, and so I, I had the Dodgers. Dude, they're both going to five. Also, yeah. that's going to be fun. Oh. We'll talk about the postseason in a second, but Absolutely. like winner take all games again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is yeah. why postseason baseball, man, is. Especially so for a team like the Dodgers. Yeah. Who had like such a like a fire regular season. And you're like, just like, oh, they got to make it to the World Series. Yeah, maybe I, not. I know, it's nope. everyone's World Series. We'll, pick. we'll talk. We'll talk about it out though. in the ALDS. Uh, Strasburg Bueller, my goodness. Anyway, yeah. Uh, my tinfoil hat take last week was that the <laughs> Lions would win the NFC North. I'm Honestly, still fully not confident. A, not a bad tinfoil hat take. No, I I fully believe considered. in it. Uh, unfortunately, to the Packers. The Packers did beat the Cowboys, yeah. which my my that theory was, was heavily game. reliant on the Cowboys coming through. So a little bit sad about that. Um, but Lions are coming off of a bye, so they didn't yeah. win or lose. So we'll see how they do in the weeks to come. But yeah, those are my uh, my aged milk takes. And like to what you're saying about the Cowboys, I think what we saw is the Packers jumped on them fast, which means yeah. 
it, which is really hard for the Cowboys because they're a running team, so they actually can't really give Zeke the ball because when you're down 17-0 so quickly like they were, they, you're you're forced to pass. And I think the Cowboys, when you're when you're a team like that with Zeke Elliott, with the way their offenses run, you have uh, Dak Prescott taking it upon himself to uh, do the entire comeback. So it's really hard because their offense is so run dependent. Yeah. And when you get behind so big like that, you can't run anymore because the clock is your enemy. So I'll say to the to what you were saying about the Cowboys, I think if we play that game again or if the Cowboys play a lesser, I mean, honestly, grade A tier, I guess S tier team like the Packers, then uh, maybe that changes sure. for the Cowboys. Maybe totally. maybe they're still legit. Uh, my tinfoil hat take aged like milk. Um <laughs> Uh, in case you listen that far in the podcast, which you should, because uh, tinfoil hat takes, I would say, is probably one of our best segments because it's just absolutely yeah. absurd takes. Cheetos really likes it. That's yeah. what they said. And they're going to sponsor us. On our sponsor call. Yep, we got a call from them. Yeah, we got a lot of calls. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> probably. Thanks, Cheetos. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm lying. <laughs> anyway, uh, Twins versus Brewers. <laughs> Both teams have been eliminated. <laughs> Great. That was your that was your World Series pick was that, Twins. That, yeah, that was. A, and both teams are out. It was one. also a tinfoil hat. Take, it was a hot you know take. What? You know what? Yeah, it was a hot take. At for least a neither of our takes are busted, Quinn. Well, mm-hmm. shut up. God. Well, I'll say this to your to your to you, Quinn, that some takes are so hot they fly too close to the sun <laughs> and burn up. <laughs> Like that one guy's wings. Uh, so you just Icarus. Had that's Icarus. That's his nice name. Nice look on the Icarus. Hey man, I know my stuff. Yeah, you know your Icarus stuff. Yeah. So anyway, your Icarus, which is fine. It happens. It, it happens, happens to all of us. I think yeah. the moral of that story is you don't. You're just the be. first hot take to go down. Me and Seth are just standing up here on this pedestal, <clears> saying, so, "Man, where are you at? We're on our way." I lost. It's yeah. all right. All, all good. Right. Connor, what's your what's your what's your <laughs> failure this week? So last, I love the way that you put this on the dock. Yeah, you know, so last week I was, um, I, I'll say this much, Braves in a game five NLDS, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking, I'm feeling confident in the Braves' ability as a baseball team in as much as I know about baseball, which is little. But here's, this is the problem. What I said was it all revolves around the mullet, Josh Donaldson's, just rock star hair is what my entire argument was based off of. Um, upon researching this morning, um, it was a bad taste in my mouth, Quinn. Mm. Um, it was a bad breakfast was a bad taste in my mouth, and I'm not talking about the eggs I made. <laughs> I made three eggs. I could have mullet. had four, uh, but one I I cracked and it went all over the counter. It was a hard breakfast. Man, that sucks. Hardest of them all was finding out that the mullet. Josh Donaldson is batting 133, um, and for you math majors, that is two for 15. Yeah. Uh, so he has two RBIs. Yeah. He's batting two for 15. Hey, two RBIs? So that That's didn't age yeah. well at all because I was like, the mullet obviously is going to do phenomenally because the mullet in a spotlight is a beautiful thing to behold. That's true. So I was told, so I was led to believe, but Josh Donaldson, perhaps, t- perhaps tomorrow – um, in his game five, uh, he will the mullet will shine such as it does in crunch time, as it should. But that just didn't age well at all. Josh mm. Donaldson, two for fifteen. Yeah, and that that's a shit. I, I really like Josh Donaldson. I've always really liked Josh Donaldson. He's just kind of one of those players that you're like, oh yeah, he's good. You know, yeah, like he he's had a that, respectable guy. He's respectable hair. Yeah, he had that like MVP season a while back. Yeah, where like 
he was like the best player in the league, like obviously. But since then, like he's just kind of like, oh yeah, Josh Donaldson. Like, I, I yeah. Oh, he's, he, it's like I didn't know he's on the Braves. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> oh, cool. He's, yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Eh. Let's let's dive into the MLB. Yeah, let's, let's, ta- let's talk let, about. Yeah, let's, we're talking about baseball. Let's talk about baseball. Um, okay, so let's I probably go like division by division or sure. game by game, I guess. Yeah. Um, we'll start in the. In the uh, AL, since one game in the AL has one, been decided, one ticket punched. Yeah, um, and also probably uh, well, I don't want to say the most exciting because the NL is probably the more exciting one. But like the two teams in there that I think are going to the next round because I don't think the Rays are going to beat the Astros to get to the ALCS. No, it's not gonna Verlander's pitching, right? <laughs> uh, Verlander tonight, is he on the mound tonight? Is it tonight? Uh, is that game tonight? It's tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think. I yes, think he, he's pitching. going on short rest. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, really I, don't, close this I out. also don't think the Rays are going to win tonight. No. Yeah. Well, Verlander, I I saw something on Reddit, and I saved it, but I don't want to go on Reddit on the computer because it'll take too long. I had of it on my phone, but my phone's recording right now. Um. I saw something on Reddit that Verlander has had one of the luckiest seasons of all time. His In what way? Okay, so his batting average on balls in play against, you guys know that stat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Long story short, uh, for those of you listening that don't know what that means, is balls that are hit and not like strikeouts or whatever, um, the batting average on those balls. Okay. Um, so, so obviously that's higher than a normal batting average because you're not taking into account strikeouts. Right. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it would be, if I were to hit a ball, a line drive would not count, uh, or would, would count against my, my Babbitt, my batting average on balls in play. Yes. So, um, his Babbitt, his batting average on balls in play, <laughs> I feel like I need to say Babip. that every time I say that word because Babip is just such a weird. It's a great word, and let's say it. I'm a, lot. a big fan of Babip. Um, <laughs> I give it my full stamp of approval. So uh, go forth. It's with one of the highest in the league, which mm-hmm. means he's getting insanely lucky. Or no, it's, it's it, no, lucky sorry, or? one of the lowest in the league. Uh, okay, um, so yeah. he has he has like a, a Babip, and I don't remember what the numbers are, but like it was literally one of the lowest in the league, which means that on balls that are being hit they're going straight to the outfielders or they're going straight to the shortstop into uh, a grounder, into a, into a, you know, double play or a um, ground out to, fir- or I mean, to like, short, you know? Do you think that's lucky or is that like a skillful pitcher oh. who's, get, you know, like when they hit the ball, it's still, it's on the ground. It's right? a combination it's a of both. Yeah, it's both. But statistically, like the level to which his, his BABIP is, like he's having a really lucky season. Yeah, like, he's getting a lot of outs. And, and yeah. there's a bunch of other like in-depth sabermetric statistics that I won't get into, but literally like this person compiled a list of all these like crazy stats and sabermetrics. Verlander is having one of the luckiest seasons of all time like as a that. pitcher. Um, the dude shouldn't be having the most uh, as much success as he is at 36 years old, but he is 36. So uh, good for him. Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, just a little note. He's a good pitcher, though. Oh. Like I, I think he be- he belongs in the Hall of Fame. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if he can get a World Series. Speaking yes, of yeah. Hall of Famers, potential first round Hall of Famers, uh, Zach Granke. 
did not do well. Do not give me that potential first ballot Hall of Fame crap. Well, you think he's going Zach to be? Granke. No. Really? No. Really? He is a good pitcher. I don't even know that he'll make the Hall of Fame. Oh, he 100% will make the Hall of Fame. <sighs> he's a Hall of Fame pitcher, hands down. He's just not that guy. Yeah. He he's followed around, especially on the latter half of his career, he's followed around other aces. Okay, but but tell me this. What other pitcher has had uh has had almost no regression as they've gone through? Like he's been consistent from the day that he started his rookie season, and he's been a consistently not just above average, but well above average player. Sure, maybe he's not the best all the time. But he is a well above average pitcher, and he's been a well above average pitcher for a long time. I, I agree with you there. He's an excellent player. I don't know that, that being a good player qualifies you for the Hall of Fame. I think Zach Greinke is a Hall of Famer. First ballot is definitely debatable, but but I, I think he goes to the Hall of Fame. With what team? Judging by... That's a, that's a big question. Judging by just like this last teams. game against the Rays, he's not making it to the Hall of Fame. That's my call. <laughs> well, yeah, no kidding. How many runs did he let up? Uh, six, I want to say, uh, in two and a third, but I could be wrong uh, about that. Two and a third? Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe not. Give me I, that playoff ERA. Uh, you know, oh. what, I'm going to Reddit because that's my that's my big thing that I just used for. Or my... we could just go to Google. Well, shut up. <laughs> well, shut up. <laughs> um, in an argument, you know, when you say, "Well, shut up." I think the other guy, the other guy might have won. He just had a bad game, though. I think that's that's the bottom line here. Yeah, he he had a bad game. The Rays are a very respectable team. Obviously, um, they fought their way into this game by beating the A's. They've had an incredible season with very little support, uh, and are a young team. and And they took them to town, and that's okay. That happens sometimes. I'm sure the Astros will will take care of business tonight. So Zach Granke, after being asked if there's anything he would have done differently in this game, said, yeah, not throw change-ups down the middle. <laughs> that was that was the extent of his post-game Great interview. Answer. So, but uh, yeah, uh, the Rays put up a fight, which was cool, but I don't think they're going to win it. Hey, good for them for taking a game. I think that's more credit than we gave them. Um, and so to do that and for the twins to not be able to do that, uh, that, that speaks to the, to the Rays character and strength and where this team is going. Yeah. Uh, they have clearly a lot of potential. They're moving forward and they're going to be a threat very soon. I think I said in the last podcast, I think the Rays are going to be a threat for years to come up there with teams like the, um, like I think the Rays, the Blue Jays and the AL are going to be the two big young teams that are going to be on the come up in the, in the next few years. Uh, the Braves, potentially the Padres again, hometown bias, but there's a few factors that they need to sort out in order to be in that same caliber. But I think they have the potential to be up there. Anyway, let's move on to the other AL games so that we can get going with the other, uh, MLB stuff. Uh, Yankees versus the Twins. The Twins now have the longest losing streak in the playoffs of any team. Uh, oh. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, let me double check the number. I think it's 16 games straight that they've lost in the playoffs. Are you serious? Yeah, it's really bad. Weren't they like, <laughs> winning? when was the last time they won? Uh, 2000. You tell me Joe, Joe Mauer hasn't won a playoff game. Nope. 
No. No. 2003, I, I think. I swear they were good at that one point. Yeah. At that one point? Yeah. For Which that point? little bit. For that, that, for that, for that, that Joe, Joe Mauer, Mauer yeah. Justin Morneau. Justin. Okay. That's the name I was 15, trying to remember. 15 years. They haven't won a postseason game. Look up if Joe Mauer's ever won a playoff game. He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't. If he yeah, spent his whole career there, right? That's, yeah, that's I mean, a... That's he's more than a 15 year 15 bet? 15 consecutive Gosh. postseason losses that's gotta suck as a minnesota twins fan especially after the season that they had yeah um i was talking about about it the last podcast but they have a good team you know it's just sad i don't know Jeez. i feel i feel for twins fans as a Padres fan. Hey, I'll just say this. At least they're in the playoffs win. to lose. Yeah. That's yeah. like someone telling me, like, oh, I got dumped by my girlfriend. I'm saying, at least you have a girlfriend to get dumped <laughs> by, man. Right, and, and like <laughs> the that, Mariners. Is that better? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I I appreciate you reaching out to, to I was reaching, yeah. I'm reaching out to <laughs> the, those bachelors out there. Um, let me re- represent you. <laughs> you are the twins. You good, buddy? I'm basically the twins, yeah. I'm the twins of, the romant- of my romantic life. I'm glad. Yeah, the twins. I, I I don't know. I wanted them to do well. We we could tell from your tinfoil <laughs> hat take that did not pan out. <clears throat> the Yankees though are just such a good team. They have the pitching. They have the home run hitting. Yeah. For God's sake, that is a good team. Yeah. Um, if you can go and have a record-setting amount of injuries within a season and still make it to the playoffs at the top of your division like the Yankees did, you have something good going for you. Yeah. Um, they're probably going to be good for the next few years at least. This ALCS is just going to be more exciting than watch. the World Series. No, probably not. But it's we'll see. It's going to depend. I think if the Dodgers can get there, they'll be extremely competitive. I think they'll fight. I really want to see the Braves. I don't. <clears throat> if the Braves have to play the Cardinals five games... I'm I'm just worried about it. Yeah, I know, but I just I like I want to see it. You know, all all logic aside, I really want to see the Braves just get to the World Series, even if they lose. I just like that's a team that I just want to see. It's gonna be fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the NL, let's talk about those games. Um, the NL Divisional Series, both games are going to Game Five. Yeah. What are our thoughts on that? Because the Braves and Cardinals game, I can totally see that. I, I, I saw that one being a game five, you know, sure, tough decision. But the Nationals and the Dodgers, that's a surprise to me. Yeah, the Dodgers just couldn't put together an offense in either of their two wins um, or their two losses. I'm sorry. And, and that's really worrisome because this is a team that's built off of its offense and it's starting pitching. Mm. And so... When you don't put up runs early, um, and, you know, Rich Hill only lasts you a few innings there. He loaded the bases, and then they took him out. Uh, I'm, I'm really starting to stress. And you've got Strasburg coming in tomorrow who pitched just a, a, an incredible game um, to get that game two win uh, just a few days ago. But then you have Bueller, who is um, kind of the undeniable ace coming into this situation. But he's he hasn't been exactly consistent. Neither of them are perfect pitchers, but it's going to be a fun game. Well, they're both the Dodgers got to light up the bats. Yeah. Uh, well, Dodgers got to do something. I would say that Walker Bueller is probably the best postseason pitcher right now on the Dodgers staff because uh, Hyunjin Ryu, 
just kind of declined at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, definitely didn't have the end of the season that he had as a start of the season. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, and then Kershaw, postseason Kershaw, for some reason, just can't produce ever. Also, mm-hmm. another surprising thing: postseason postseason Bellinger is not doing well. No. Mm. And no, not at all. It's it's the other surprising players that are picking up the slack. Yeah. And that's that's great for them. And it's great that the Dodgers are a good enough team where they have those role players. But if Bellinger does not make an impact in game five, I do not see how the Dodgers win that game. Well, and Bellinger was regardless of the fact that the Dodgers are just an all around good team. Bellinger was such a huge factor in their success this year. Right. Yeah. Um, his wins above replacement was I, I don't remember what the number was. Um, and I could probably look it up, but I'm too lazy. But like it was, it was above a f- six or seven. Um, Explain to us what that means. War wins above replacement. That just means uh, like how many wins you're worth to your team uh, above uh, above a cal- replacement level player. Do we know how you calculate a wins above replacement? It's just a bunch of like crazy statistics and stuff. But <laughs> it, basically, yeah. what it tells you is how valuable you are to your team. Sure, got you. So a, a, a player that's worth like five wins above replacement is a good player. Cool. That's a player that that above a replacement level player. Um, so like whatever platoon so, you would have. Yeah, Joe Schmo yeah. places you, it's still okay. Um, that's how many wins you're worth to your team. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So if you were to replace that person, you'd lose like five wins. That's not exactly how it works, but like roughly that's that's the it's always been a weird stat, but it's kind of a cool stat. Yeah. yeah. Um because it kind of just gives you the worth of a player. Anyway, yeah. Bellinger is worth a lot to his team. And when you're not producing like that. That's a problem, especially yeah. in the playoffs. Um, and I really think they need to fix that and they need to get past whatever roadblock that is in order to make a run for the World Series and potentially to, to win the World Series. Because I don't, as much as I don't like the Dodgers as a Padres fan, I don't want to see any team lose three years in a row. No, that just sucks. So tough. So we'll see. Um, yeah, let's talk about Verlander because he's on there. I think Connor put that on there. Uh, the guy is 36 years old and over the last two years has posted a 252 ERA and a 258 ERA. Yeah. Um, we're talking about regression with Granky, but the lack of regression with Verlander is ridiculous. Yeah, this guy is hands down a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. Um, he, he's going in immediately. I Three no-hitters in his career, I think. What's fun is he looks like a dad. Like, yeah. he just looks like a dad in his 40s. He's also married he's to Kate Upton. Oh, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's always been confusing to me. Because, um, yeah, it's just like a 40s dad who sits at home watching football and then picks himself up and throws a no-hitter He kind of looks like an NFL kicker. Just, (laughs) you know, he kind of looks like some guy who, like, jogs out on the field who's just, like, winded from the jog from the bench (laughs) to the middle of the field. He's like, like, I hope I get iced. I hope they ice me with a timeout so I can take a (laughs) breather. (laughs) Gotta keep these 230-yarders. It's like when Janikowski was a Seahawk. Oh, And he was just this Big old tub, and he'd kind of jog out really slow because he knows it's a commercial <laughs> break. Kind of that light jog you do across a crosswalk to make sure the car feels like you're being polite. That's how. That's the look of Verlander out there. But then he throws and he almost threw a no hitter against. Did he throw it against the Mariners or did he almost? He threw I think a no hitter uh, this year. I think he threw it against yeah, he my threw Mariners. Yeah, he threw one this year, but 
Yeah, I don't remember. All right, regardless. Um, yeah, I put Verlander up there uh, to talk about um, baseball because I mean, because you look at um, all you, he's one of these pitchers who should be exiting his prime and he's not right. Yeah. Other players who we sh- think should be exiting their prime and aren't are players like uh, LeBron James, players like Tom Brady. Where I think what what this can be is a a look into athletes of the future and how you can take care of your body well, better with um, all of yeah. the different health stuff and the sciences and all of the technology <laughs> and the information. But I'm serious. Like, I think when you look at these great players having um, sustained success, longer peaks of their careers, I think that's because of the era we live in. Like, you, Michael Jordan would come to basketball games after golfing 18 holes the the day before smoking a couple cigars with his friends right like that was the type of understood lifestyle michael jordan had and it's michael jordan right and like his best basketball player of all time i bet there's a couple years that are tucked away in there that he lost from his like that type of lifestyle so i think what we see with verlander is what we're seeing with a lot of athletes nowadays which are um there are a lot of awesome ways where we can know now about bodies and how to take care of them well to have uh prolonged success yeah. Well, that and baseball has always been kind of a sport where you can go the distance as a player. You look at Ichiro. I pulled him up on my computer. Mm-hmm. Bless um, his name. Yeah. As a Mariners fan, um, this guy played for twenty years, and he started as like he a, started in Japan. Yeah. And played there for like six years or something, and then came over to the majors. And he just retired this year. Yeah. Um, as a 45 year old mm-hmm. and he was still on major league rosters like he he wasn't yeah. just like declining to the point where they'd send him down to the minors you know whatever mm-hmm. like he was on the roster for major league teams he started as a 27 year old and still managed to get 3,000 major league hits yeah starting at 27 is crazy that is a crazy number if you are let's just say that you're like an nfl quarterback and you're 27, let's say that you're a power forward and you're 27, that is the that should be the peak of your career. Yeah. You should have three years tucked into your belt already. Yeah. Um, and I think that speaks to baseball being a bit easier collision-wise on your body. Absolutely. Uh, That's where I was getting with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, nonetheless, we have our athletes getting older in all sports. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned LeBron, you know, a, a few minutes ago, but he's one of those guys that's like old, but still doing well and you can make an argument doing last well. year wasn't his well yeah he you know, did. greatest year in the world but like he's still one of the best players in the league yeah absolutely top three i mean like for me he still is i don't know i think that what it speaks to is um for the athlete that wants to continue to have prolonged success they absolutely can we have we have the technology yeah we can do it yeah we'll build them five million which i think man. is cool especially for people that stick with one franchise for a long time yeah because i like mike trout for instance this guy's gonna be a franchise angel and which doesn't make sense to me no it doesn't but also i love it yeah he is the face of the angels I it, mean. it's like he's gonna be by the end of his career mr angel yeah. you know like he's going to be the all-time greatest you know barring a, a terrible blown out knee yeah. And honestly, even then, he might still be the greatest angel yeah. of all time. Yeah, he might be. Um, and it, it's guys like that, like Tony Gwynn for the Padres. Mr. Mm-hmm. Padre is what he was referred to, you know, as because 
these guys, like, despite despite being able to go somewhere else, somewhere better, they choose to stay with their hometown teams. But yeah, I respect that so much. I think that's cool. If if these players can play a longer time, then the the, the fans get to see them for yeah. a longer period of time, and it's just it's cool. It's cool yeah. for the fans. I think it's cool for the fans. I I wouldn't do it if I was an athlete. No, I would I would look for wins. Pulling Andrew Luck. Yeah, I yeah. would. No, I wouldn't. I mean, depends. If if I'm rupturing my kidney because my GM isn't like paying offensive linemen enough money to protect me, per, like, well, yeah, I'm also pulling an Andrew Luck. But like, if I'm an athlete, I'm looking for wins because I think, um, well, I mean, that's me personally because if you if let's say Mike Trout. Let's say he goes to the playoffs twice, right, in his, like, career. Let's say he goes to the playoffs, uh, a t- like, three times maybe. He's out in an NLDS. Maybe he makes it to an ALCS or ALDS. Maybe yeah. he makes it to ALCS. Who knows? That's going to be much harder to um, – that's going to be much, much harder for him to actually have some sort of claim to fame outside of I was loyal. Like yeah. for Mike Trout, all it's going to be is, oh, yeah, I love the Angels. And that's awesome for the Angels. But I'm thinking about Mike Trout's legacy. Why aren't you joining a team like a Dodgers or a team like a Yankees? If he jo- yeah. Imagine him joining the Yankees, right? Yeah. Imagine him joining a team like we were talking about, like Houston. Obviously, they, they have oh, money tucked under the bed, yeah. it seems, for all the players that they're able to get. Yeah. I don't know. Mike, I understand the mentality that would make you be like, okay, I'm just going to be the Angels guy. And maybe he gets lucky, but I don't know. Like, it's hard on the legacy, is my, is my opinion. I, I also think a guy like Mike Trout is uh, also, sorry about that little, like, camera wacko thing we had to fix that just for a second there's so, a man who ran into the booth yeah the, well there, there's gonna be like a him. there's gonna be like a 20 second period where my camera's the only one on and i'm not in it so just thought it's I, fine. It's anyway fine. um mike trout a guy like mike trout doesn't really care about the playoffs he cares about um the game and the love of the game and for him i don't think it's about winning Probably about the money, Quinn. I, Wake up well, and smell the roses, Quinn. But I also think, like, like the Angels, like, he wants to be a part of that team, and he wants to be the love of the fans, and he wants the fans to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so that's his main motivation. It's not going to a, a winning team and, and, like, just absolutely wrecking the entirety of the um, the major leagues. It's, it's about just loving the game and having fans have a good time while watching it. Yeah. So... Uh, this is actually a good Seems segue off to me. Anyway, keep going. This, this is actually a good segue because <laughs> we were just talking about Andrew Luck and other sports and all that stuff um, into our next segment, uh, which is our NFL storyline. So, so much to talk. Uh, about. There is a lot to talk about. And I want to jump into this. Uh, Let's narrow it down. What are the, well, yeah, the key points here. Uh, first one that I think is a is a good thing to talk about is uh, the 49ers Four and oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they legit? No. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Absolutely not. Let's look at you even wrote down who they've played, yeah. what their schedule is. I did write that they down. They have played the Buccaneers, extremely inconsistent, terrible quarterback, uh, not much defense. They've played the Bengals, who will go one in fifteen. <laughs> uh they've played the Steelers. Did the Steelers have Ben? Was that the game Ben got injured? No, uh, Ben got injured, I think, the week before against okay. the Seahawks. Okay, so it was still Mason mm, yeah, Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. So Steelers are a bottom 10 team. 
So already that's three bottom 10 teams. And then finally they had their first test, which is the Browns. Now do not get me wrong. The 49ers played an incredible game last night. Real, just great on both sides of the ball. Great running game. Um, Garoppolo's looking real good. The defense, Joey Bosa just coming in there and smashing guys. Um, the whole thing with Baker after the game was great. Um, I love the taunting there because Baker's a disrespectful player. He didn't shake hands um, with the opposing captains before the game. Yeah, he has this diva chip. behavior. I don't it like is. that. I'm tired like that. of it. I am so tired of it. And I like having a new bad guy as a Ravens fan because the Steelers are just, they're uh-huh. not fun to hate right now. Like, yeah. Poor guys. Kinda feels, you kind of feel bad. Yeah. Like yeah. Mason Rudolph, especially like hurting him like we'll, we'll go into that a little bit later oh, but sure. like that that injury was tough to see um juju's fun to watch so yeah they're not they're not a villain to me like they used to be the browns are the biggest villain in the nfl to me right now i don't want to see him succeed i want to see them implode and that's what they did last night but also we got to give the 49ers credit they had an absolutely incredible game but that does not make them legit. They still have to play the Seahawks twice. They still yeah, have go to Hawks. play the Rams <laughs> twice. My guess is they will lose three of those games. I don't Connor, know which three, but I, I think that they'll lose three. I want to hear your rebuttal. Yeah, I mean, I, I do hear you said they haven't been playing teams of like that high of caliber. But if you also look at the remaining schedule, they'll play the Saints uh, and then they'll play the Seahawks and Rams. And outside of those five matchups, yeah. which are all challenges, it's it's a cakewalk. It's kind of a cakewalk for the 49ers. And here's what I'm seeing them do is not make huge mistakes. I see that I see their defense putting up a front that is stopping teams. I see Jimmy G not making making huge like let's say call him baker mayfield as um mistakes right yeah i think like the browns are pretty good if baker wasn't playing as poorly as he is sure sure yeah. the browns have a terrible offensive line like i mean that thing is porous it is rough but that's browns talk we can say for another time i think what i see from the 49ers is them giving me no reason to doubt them and i do understand what you're saying that okay they've been playing these like these hard to beat teams but that's not to say that the Bengals ha- were one point away from beating my seahawks which just took it to the super bowl second place rams right well that's your fault <laughs> well i mean <laughs> it's my fault but that's all you can look at the Bengals playing well in that game if you wa- wa- that doesn't make the them game competition you- i'm saying this i'm saying this the parody in the nfl which that's a hill i will die on until my very last day is real especially this year especially when you look at a team like um the we thought kansas city was no joke they almost get beat by lions they got beat by the colts yeah. sure lions colts are d- good teams but the par- that's a great that's the quintessence of the parody of the nfl the 49ers have given me no reason to doubt them. Sure. Jimmy G isn't making mistakes. Matt Breda is, he ran 22.3 miles per hour on his 83 yard touchdown last night. That is, he is the fastest man in the NFL as it scores on um, fastest touchdown. So, like, Matt Breda is playing great. Jimmy G is not making mistakes. Their defense is holding an appropriate front against these opponents. Yeah. They're giving me no reason to doubt. I think this the NFL, the NFC, NFL, the NFC West is going to be a great division to watch. Oh, I think absolutely. It's good. With the Seahawks, with the Rams, with um, who am I? <laughs> Seahawks, Rams, 49ers. We're talking about the 49ers. Yeah. And even the Cardinals. Who is like, the Cardinals up, are yeah. fun because it's fun to watch Larry Kyler, Fitzgerald. Mer- Kyler Murray, Larry Fitzgerald, Little Cliff Kingsbury. There's something going on there. I think the sure. NFC is a really fun division. I think the 49ers need to prove it to us. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They haven't proven it. And I'm, I, oh, I agree with you. Oh, prove it to us that they're bad. 
is what I'm saying. Oh, the, the burden of proof is on them to tell us why they're bad, not why they're good. They've given us every uh, reason to believe that they're good. They're taking care of business. The question is, are they, they legit? In, they okay. clock out, baby. I, I think there's a turning point in the next few games. I think there is a, yeah. there's, you know, within the next three games, we're going to find out whether or not this team is actually like the team that they've been for these first four or five games. Um, I'd say give it more than three games because, yeah, you do have the Saints, you have the Ravens. Yeah, I have I got, that one I got specifically it right here. You want me to circled. Well, it reminds me, I think, was it the Falcons? Like, two years ago yeah. that started the season out undefeated and then like the last fell few off. games just fell apart i don't yeah. see that happening with this team but at the same time i don't think that wins for them necessarily translate to them being a quality team and here's why they were third in their division last year maybe fourth either third or fourth we know they were third third okay third. so they're playing other third place teams that's what their schedule looks like yeah, because so that's far. that's how you, you align yeah. it is, you know, the winners of the division play the other winners so that they are far too good for a third place team. We all know that now, but they are playing other lower tier, lower quality teams. Uh, and I think that'll help their schedule. Um, that's why they played the Bucks, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's a couple the of Milwaukee Bucks, the right? Milwaukee Bucks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh so that'll give them a couple free wins. I think that they're, they are a genuinely good team, and so they'll take at least one game from either the Seahawks or the Rams, um, and they might win a game against either the Seahawks, or not the Seahawks, the Saints or the Ravens. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think they lose the majority of those games, and that proves uh, that they are not a truly quality team. And I think they do make the playoffs as a wild card, and I think that they lose first round. I, I mean, you telling me that the Lions are going to win the NFC North and then telling me that the 49ers are going to... Don't bring my tinfoil hat take into this. I'm just, I, <laughs> I need to present you with your argument as it, really, as it, it comes in a package. That means, are you telling me my Seahawks are making the, the, that five spot as a wild card team underneath the Rams if we don't win the division? Based on that, that freaking dope... Thursday night game against the Rams, <laughs> which was the greatest game of my entire life. I think, Seth, what we're looking at is a 49ers. I, I mean, if you're telling me they're making the playoffs, that means that they're beating your Lions. And so I just mean to just present you with that of what you. Uh, there's a chance that they about. both make the playoffs. If you look at it, I so mean, are you saying Rams don't make the playoffs? Because you only have six. No, spots. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying there's tell me, three teams in that division that make the playoffs. I'm saying there's a possibility of that. Uh, this is what I'm saying. I think the not 40, a probability, a possibility. 49ers are legit. All right. And I only bring up your Lions take to get to have you count past six for your NFC playoff teams. But that's just a me and you. All thing. Right, all right, all right. I'm thinking this about the 49ers. OK, <laughs> all right. they are playing the ne- you're right, Quinn. The next three games are going to be a little. Well, let's call it five. Let's call it five games. They're going to be telling, which is funny because then we'll be halfway through the season, which will give us a very clear image. But they play the Rams next week. I think let's just let you know what? Let's just boil it down to next week. Based on how they play against the Rams, if they can beat the Rams, they're legit. Depending on how they lose to the Rams, it's going to be interesting to see this team as it's tested. Browns, let's call that a B, a test. That's a B team. I'm going to think that the Rams are one of that uh, B plus A team. That's a type of uh, test for the 49ers. So 49ers legit. What are you? Wait, wait see. you said that they did not have a hard schedule. Did you look at their schedule? 
It looks reasonable. I see the Rams. <laughs> I see the Panthers. I see the Seahawks. I see the Packers. Yeah. I see the Ravens, Saints, Falcons, Rams, and Seahawks again. Jeez. What are you talking about? All right. You know what? That's I can pretty... see. I can see. I, here's what was going on. I was worried about the mullet and everything no, I looked at was I'm changing jaded. my opinion. They're not even making the playoffs. This is a Seahawks and Rams division, and it stays that way. I, I, think, I think Connor's okay with that. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say to that, Seth. Get out of here. The 49ers are right now, as it, as it pertains to this moment, a 4-0 team because they've proven so. Do they have a hard remaining schedule? I concede. I would be insane not to concede. Yes. Based on <laughs> how they beat this Rams team, how they lose to this Rams team next week, I think that's our litmus test. My opinion is shifting because of new knowledge to the 49ers are a bubble wildcard team, and our, my litmus test is going to be next week against Rams. You know, Daniel Jones and the Giants would be 16-0 if they just played the Dolphins every week. Hey, man. I can't, Fair enough. I, I just, if the three of us joined a Biola League <laughs> with, I don't know, like 20 of our friends, we'd also be 16-0 against the Dolphins. So... <laughs> <laughs> Tinfoil hat takes. Yeah, we'll get, we'll super hot takes. Um, we gotta, we gotta move on. Yeah, that's a getting, wait and see. We'll we're see. We're getting uh, we'll up, up here on our time. Um, so I'm gonna skip the uh, Mason Rudolph hit, um, even though that is something big to talk about. We talked about. Uh, Look that up. Everybody, watch that. Yeah, tell, watch, tell watch me, that on your own time. Drop it in the comments. I don't know if we have comments. Drop it in the comments <laughs> if you think that Earl Thomas should have been thrown out of that game. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, well, we talked about Vontae's perfect last week, so I think we've had our share of sure. talk about NFL disciplinary. I can have one short point on that. Yeah, make it make it quick. Make short, it snappy, boy. Here's the, snappy, here's the snappy look to Earl Thomas's hit on Mason Rudolph. Is, it is the perfect example of we can try to take collision out of the NFL as best as we can, but these things are inevitable, and the league is doing everything um, in their power to make this happen. But that hit on Mason Rudolph, I'm sorry, it doesn't surprise me. Vontez Perfect so doesn't surprise me because of him, the person. That hit that Earl Thomas hit, Mason Rudolph jumps, passes, and Earl Thomas is a little bit shorter. His helmet ends up getting him right underneath the chin, knocks a guy out. He gets a concussion. In boxing, we're always fine when the guy gets knocked out. We're actually kind of excited in the MMA and boxing when these things happen. So yeah. I'll say this. The NFL is trying to tell mothers out there who are sending their children to these Pop Warner football leagues, oh, football is safe. Football is, Not we can safe. make it as safe as possible, but as safe as possible, it is still the most dangerous collision sport that um, where we're playing right now. We're covering, we're covering a literal tiger in pillows and hoping that people think it's safer because of that. Yeah. That's, that's my metaphor. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Does that work? Sure. Uh, all right. So we're going to spend roughly... Three minutes on this next one because we got to get to tinfoil hat takes. Yes. Um, who are the biggest surprise teams thus far through the season? And on this dock, we have uh, the Bills and the Chargers. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about those two teams. Yeah, nobody gives the Bills credit ever. No, I, you're right. I, I haven't heard people talk about the Bills in my lifetime. I think the last time that people talked about the Bills is when they lost three straight Super Bowls, when they were the, four. the Dodgers of football. Yeah, the four? <laughs> I just want to uh, edit that was four. They lost four in a row. Jeez. Okay. Anyway. Be even better. Gee, <laughs> yeah. Uh, of, of the young quarterbacks that came into the NFL last year, um, I think 
that Josh Allen is performing maybe the best of all of them. Better than Lamar? I, yeah, I Come mean, on. Lamar over the past... Come on, you're a Ravens fan. What over the past about? two games has looked quite human. Uh, I think he has five or six interceptions in the last two games. He's looking human, but I mean, if you look at Josh Allen, like the Bills are a not defensive, too much better. Yeah. The the Bills are a defensive stronghold. Sure, that's basically. But Josh Allen says. is playing with the team, uh, and so I think he's so playing. Is Lamar so, so is Lamar. Okay, they're they're both up there. I'm just yeah, you're just I'm, hating on you're hating on my guy, uh, who I thought was your guy. My guy. He's yeah, my he's guy. our guy. I'm getting his jersey soon. <laughs> I'll wear it to the pot. Uh, yeah, but I think I mean Baker. Baker has all the talk around him, but hasn't proven anything. Darnold made out with someone and hasn't played in like three weeks. Uh, he had mono. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's the best way to not play football. Dang, dude, I got the kissing disease. Th- man, I have mono. What a bummer. <laughs> Guys, look at me. I got mono. Uh, yeah. wow. uh, Josh Rosen. <laughs> has anybody exist. heard? I have mono. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, you're saying. Yeah, Josh Josh Rosen should have gone undrafted. What did he get traded for? Like a six-round pick or something yeah. to the Dolphins? Something sad. Uh, so, you know, good for Josh Allen. And nobody talks about the Bills' defense. They are monsters out there. Yeah. Um, and they're they're competing with the Patriots, like we talked about last week. They they gave the Patriots a run for their money. Um, 16-10 to 10 game, really yeah. hard defensive battle. This is going to be a wild-card playoff team. Yeah, um, they're and that spot. They will safe. test somebody. They will go into somebody else's house and they're gonna test somebody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. on the flip side, we got the charges. <laughs> the charges. The charges. Why, the, why are we talking with a Jersey accent about know. a Los Angeles team? The San Diego Superchargers. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, not anymore. Um, but this is a team that for some people was a Super Bowl favorite before Melvin Gordon's contract hold out. Yeah. They had all the pieces that they needed. They had finally a good O-line that they could work with. Um, They had a decent enough defense that they could handle themselves um, and a great offense. Yeah. Defenses looked poor. Uh, What happened? This this isn't on Gordon. This isn't about the Gordon. No, absolutely not. Because Eckler had a great first third Mm -hmm. of the season. Their running game has been as good, if not better, than it would be with Gordon. Absolutely. Defense has looked shaky at best yep um, i think that's their main problem here yeah that's that's been a real struggle um, but their passing game is weak too i don't know what's going on with philip rivers i think he's finally he just, showing age yeah that's that's the truth of it of he's a lot older than we've ever given him credit for we just kind of haven't talked about it like there's breeze and there's rogers and there's rivers and they're guys who are just like oh you don't age and we're used to that all right he's showing age yeah. Um, and so he is now officially on the decline. Same thing with Big Ben, even. Um, of mm-hmm. he didn't show age until he suddenly got that huge injury. Uh, and so we'll we'll see what happens the rest of the season. But yeah, they're not a playoff team, especially in that hard a division. Uh, yeah. Raiders have looked brighter than them at points. Yep. Uh, and obviously, Raiders are a surprise team for me for sure. Absolutely. I'd like to bring them up. Um, they caught me off guard. Before we move on, do you think Rivers not performing as well as he has in past years this year do you think that forces the chargers to draft a quarterback they know it's time uh i think if you look at good drafting teams they don't wait for their quarterback to be dead they wait for him to be on the decline and then Mm. they get somebody new are the chargers a good drafting team no they never (laughs) have been 
But yeah, just just obviously take the Ravens. Yeah. Um, of Flacco was on the decline, but he was still winning them games. Right. Uh, but he wasn't the quarterback for that team. The Ravens understood yeah. that. They he went out and they use a 32nd pick to get the fifth quarterback in that draft, which is a huge risk. Yeah. And they're saying, if this doesn't pan out, we have time to figure mm-hmm. it out next year. That, yeah, it's or, what the Chiefs did with Pat Mahomes. Exactly. But they trade up for him. They're saying, hey, listen, Alex Smith is good, but we're looking for elite. Even yeah. Dak Prescott, who, Dak, great example. you know, they, they, they drafted him because uh, Tony Romo was not on the decline. Yeah. Yeah. He was performing well, but back injury. Yeah. And then Dak Prescott plays good. Tony Romo retires. Yeah. Bingo. Like, boom, boom, boom. Giants so, waited one year too long. They saw that coming. Gi- Giant. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're on my cord. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Giants waited a year too long. Uh, they, yeah. they get Daniel Jones, who I don't know, might pan out, but I think they had to put him in there too early because we knew that Eli, Eli is on a steep, steep decline. decline. That decline is at a like. 80 percent grade it's, it's like ah oh, geez it's bad and and they he, he's retiring at the end of the year yeah they they didn't take that into account and so the chargers have have some options but I, they need to they need to take care of it uh we got to wrap this one up because we got about 12 minutes left and i want to get to uh the best segment of the week it is time for yes. tinfoil hat takes Yes, I will. I Connor, will, are you going to start? Today? I will kick us off in right, classic football fashion with uh, the tinfoil hat take, and that is going to be Garner Minshew and Teddy Bridgewater are not going to be the starting quarterbacks for their teams moving forward. I think Garner Minshew is a great trade asset. I th- When you look at Nick Foles' contract compared to Garner Minshew's contract, what you have for uh, Foles, a team that's trading for Foles, is tra- they know what they're going to get, and they're also getting a um, I'm going to be your starting quarterback type of contract. Garner Minshew is on a rookie contract that is, um, and he's also, a, he is a steaming hot asset. And I mean that both physically with the mustache and in his, <laughs> his ability on the football field. What a guy. Yeah. I think Garner Minshew can be traded very, this is high. This is what it means to sell high. Yeah. And uh, as soon as Nick Foles is ready, I don't know, is it his, did he tear his clavicle? Like, is he out for the year? Someone looks. He's Dunzo. Uh, yeah, I'm looking up. Yeah, look yeah, up I'll when look Nick Foles Nick. comes back. But Nicky boy. I, either way, he's Dunzo because Minshew is going to finish out this season. Yeah, I think. Unless he gets traded. If I'm the Saints, I'm looking to draft another quarterback. I don't think they stick with Teddy Bridgewater just because of our bit, the tinfoil hat segment. I think Teddy Bridgewater is proving himself to be a valuable asset to be traded. Garner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater are going to new football teams who need quarterbacks. Ooh. That's my take. Yeah, he um, got he got a plate and screws uh, on yeah. his collarbone. he back? Do we know? Uh, probably not for a while. All right, well. Uh, I'm looking at the article right now on NFL.com. Sponsor us. <laughs> um yeah i don't know all right all right well bottom line bottom line is this Garner be practicing Minshew, the week before their game in houston in week nine perfect exactly perfect Garner chargers. Minshew, we just talked about the chargers chargers could be looking for a quarterback that's already in the league bears with mitch trubisky i don't know that's another take for another time i think trubisky make hit, it a competition yeah teddy bridgewater in 
in Chicago, make that a fight Teddy for Gardner Minshew with a great defense mm-hmm. uh, and a running game See what happens. in Sandy uh, or in, honestly, in LA. I don't even know how much of a tinfoil hat take that take is because I can see it happening realistically. Yeah, I well, that's I mean, that's why what makes it a tinfoil hat take is it's possible. It's possible. It's an educated guess. Yes. And so that's why it's, I think, when you have the contract and you match that with the ability. And they ha- there were a lot of chips in on Nick Foles, and we actually haven't seen how that asset has panned out. And so I think we give Nick Foles another chance, and I think they end up sending Garner away for uh, at a very high value. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, My tinfoil hat take, once again, I'm a huge fan of my own take. I absolutely love it. Uh, it is that the Dolphins, the Redskins, and the Bengals combine for two (laughs) wins i can totally see it happening now the reason that i say that they don't all go zero and 16 because i would love to say that Mm. is because they play each other (laughs) uh so the dolphins play both these teams they play the redskins uh next week and then later on in the season i think it's week 16 they play the Bengals. now my guess is that the Bengals and the redskins beat the dolphins in those games uh, the Dolphins go 0 and 16 because other than that they actually have a fairly tough schedule. Um, Bills, Steelers, uh, Jets, uh, Colts, Bills, Browns, Eagles, Jets, Giants, Jets, uh, and Patriots. Jets twice. Jets twice. That'll be that'll be their best chance. Yeah, at Jets is sort game. of like of all of the losers, he's the coolest loser. Yeah, who's like brother is cool. <laughs> Uh, in Bengals, this 80s high school scenario. Good. Bengals yeah. have an even yeah. tougher schedule. I would say that their only winnable games are uh, Steelers and Jets. They still have coming up, other than the Dolphins. Um, and then for the Redskins, uh, loss, 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 loss. Uh, they, they also play the Jets. Um, so maybe we throw the Jets in here. Maybe that's a spoiler for the whole 0 and 16, 2 and 14 bid. The Jets could ruin my tinfoil hot take. But maybe but Sam Darnold comes back exactly. from the kissing Darnold's, disease. Darnold's been out with the kissing disease. And yes. so when he comes back, I say that this team gets better. The Jets already have a pretty solid defense. We'll see what happens. But I, I think that's really what's been holding them back is the lack of Darnold. And so I think he comes back. I think that the Jets can take care of these terrible teams. And so I think that the only two wins that either of those three teams takes are against the Dolphins. I think both the Bengals and the Redskins beat the Dolphins and lose to literally everyone else. And so this is the first time that we have ever seen an 0-16 team and also two 1-15 teams. Hot take. Are you guys ready for my tinfoil hat take? I'm so excited. All right. Picture this. Um, Twins. Close your, <laughs> close, <eyes. laughs> close your eyes. Get in the zone. All right. NFL. Week eight. The Dolphins mm. are one in seven. Oh. Mm. All of a sudden, in the middle of the third quarter, a flame erupts at the 50-yard line. What? Out of the ashes. <laughs> 2015 Ryan Tannehill <laughs> appears. <laughs> Jarvis Landry runs out onto the field. They're back, baby. Oh my gosh. A team that is good enough for eight and eight. <laughs> the Dolphins finish out the season nine and seven. Quinn. <laughs> is that even technically possible now? Quinn, stop it. Get out of here. Blasphemy in, in the studio. 
Are you kidding me? Nine yes, and seven? I'm absolutely kidding. Okay. Oh gosh, that's not. Okay. I like Ryan Tannehill being a dolphin. I that's just, fun. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get that story. Yeah, I pictured it was just, like it was in fun. my head, it was like. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I was like, what flame is that. happening? No, that was just at the fifty yard line. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Ryan. Tannehill. 2015. Ryan Tannehill. 2015. ACL. Feeling great. Yep. Ryan Tannehill throwing <laughs> less interceptions. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a tinfoil hat take this week, so I just wanted to. You, you can know. join mine, Quinn. Mine's okay. very good. It'll pick, it'll pick one be to very join. successful. Um, it's Connor. Yeah, that's totally that's totally reasonable. Actually, I, I do think Seth's is more believable, so I'm yeah. gonna go with Seth on this. I'm sorry, Connor. I know you're bummed. Yeah. No, that's okay, Quinn, because you have the choice to either be smart or not, and you've just <laughs> chosen to be dumb, and that's not your fault. Um, because let's face it. If you would have made the smart choice, it would have been, you know, smart. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Don't blame yourself, Quinn. Um, we don't have time for quick picks this week. So, uh, boys, what are we going to be watching this week? Redskins, Dolphins. Absolutely. Absolutely. This, that's be, I cannot Dolphins. believe you would uh, say that. Dude, I want to see such a bad game. It's going to be incredible. Be it's going to be the most sad game of all time. Exactly. Every <laughs> touchdown won't matter. Every sack won't matter. When you pan to the coach, you'll be like, he doesn't matter. He's getting fired. But the that futility of it is what makes He's it fun. Exactly. Both these teams fighting for their lives it, against Owen Six. It's like, like it's like watching a dead fish fight another dead fish. Like you throw them in a little what? arena no, and they're just is, flopping around they're both doing their dead thing. already, Quinn. Quinn exactly. exactly. <laughs> this is why Quinn's metaphor flopping. is perfect. Listen, Quinn, because both are dead. There won't be anything that matters at all because they're both dead, and that's why you are really yeah. But it's like which one stops flopping first? I'm gonna be watching the gas. It's, it's for like air. Beyblade. You just throw them in there, yeah. and you see which one runs out of gas first. <laughs> I would rather watch myself play Beyblades with my friends because let's face it, I don't have any other people in my life playing, playing Beyblades except for myself. <laughs> Than I've to seen watch your Beyblade collection. It's pretty big. Vast. It's great. It's vast. Yeah, Connor's got an entire room dedicated Just, to Beyblades. Yeah, my antique Beyblades. <laughs> Sunday afternoon. That's all it is. We are going to have a special podcast episode. Look for it online. That is just two hours about the Redskins Dolphins. Don't make empty promises because I feel like it's going to be very difficult no, to fill that aren't. with anything other than just eating Cheetos sponsors. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just <laughs> we'll live stream it. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's live stream I'll, us watching the game. I'll say this. If you two want to have this special Sunday podcast, you two can. <laughs> I will not show up, nor will I text you boofs back when you're like, can't believe Redskins are up. 14 to 7 in the end of the third quarter because <laughs> they can't score against each other. Who's got that home field advantage? Dolphins home field advantage. Oh, Hard man. Rock Stadium's going to be popping. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> there is. I, here is Sunday is at 1 p.m. Miamians going to leave church a little bit early. Oh, yeah. Head down to the stadium for those $15 the seats. The entire city Two of Miami the field. is going to be there to watch Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Come out of the ashes. This it's gonna is, happen early. This is absurd. He is a phoenix. <laughs> None of these teams are phoenix. They're all ash right now. Okay, fellas, ash. watch them rise. All right. Watch, watch, watch that because <laughs> this is what I'll be watching. 
You, you psychos. <laughs> this is what I'll be watching. Tell me what's better. I dare you. I'm talking baseball, baby, and I'm I'm a light uh, uh, yeah, baseball okay, that's fan. Fair. We got two game fives tomorrow on, on yeah, we do. in the evening. I think we're gonna see a, a lot of cool stuff play out. I would that'd be wild if the Dodgers go out in the uh, NLDS. That's big time. You know what's not big time is the <laughs> Dolphins fishes. getting scored on again. Who you know they had a bye week last week. That's why we forgot they were so bad because they weren't there. The Dolphins' best week was their bye week because we forgot about them. The Redskins just fired their head coach. And this is early to do such things. I'm talking we are in week five and Jay Gruden is already gonzo. So here is what's happening. You two are crazy and you can have your crazy two-hour podcast Please be my guest. However, I'll be a real sports fan with some freaking dignity watching some baseball playoffs tomorrow around 5 o'clock Pacific. All right. Well, the segment is what we'll be watching. So, you know, Seth and I are going to be watching two dead yeah, fish. Yeah, I don't want to be with the we anymore. I am an I. I'm seceding <laughs> you're, you're from the we, and I am no longer a we. I'm an I, and I'm watching baseball. Welcome to GS Sports <laughs> with P. Yep. <laughs> Without your guide Connor. to the lake, <laughs> and you're just guiding them to crash their car into a lake. That's your GPS. <laughs> All right. The GS without the Do you guys remember over the summer where you were like, we're kicking you out of the podcast. Now it's just PS Sports. And then I was like, stands for probably sucks now. <laughs> and then Connor was like, now it's a hockey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our hockey podcast where we see if we can find where the puck is. All right. That's my problem with hockey. I can't. Where, where'd it go? <laughs> Where's that little guy? And they're all like, <laughs> everyone on the ice seems to know where it is. I don't even. Who's that guy? Where's the, where's it going? <laughs> At least in soccer, I can see the freaking ball. <laughs> Don't get me started End on hockey, this. Okay, yeah, uh, this podcast Russell is Wilson over. MVP. We didn't have time for it, but... Um, Quick picks next week. Oh, my gosh, he played so good. Um, that, yeah, oh. thanks for joining us, you guys. Uh, that'll do it for this week. Tune in next week. Uh, we'll, we'll probably start talking about NBA a little bit. Yeah. Uh, do a little NBA preview for you Jeez. guys. Um, and, yeah, thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you next week on GPS Sports. Yeah.